0: I'm your host, Tammy Bennett, artist, coach, habit keeper, and idea machine. I can't wait to cheer you on. So let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode 25 of the Show Up Society podcast. Today I'm talking about establishing some basics to help you through uncertain times. It's working for me and it might work for you. Before we get started, I'm going to give you a couple updates from my side of the fence. I have dropped the ball on a couple of the daily habits that I'd wanted to establish for myself this year. And it's really interesting that two of those are things that I know really, really help me, and it's just curious to think of why am I not doing the very things that I know help me the most. Um, And I haven't figured that out yet, but I'll let you know what I come up with. But the three habits that I have sort of let go of a little bit and I really want to get back on top of are washing my face every night. So uh, there are a lot of nights when I'm like, oh, I just showered like two hours ago. My face is still totally clean and I don't clean it and moisturize it, which was one of the goals that I set out for myself for this year. Um, And that one, you know, I can live without that one. That's not that essential to me. And that one might stay kind of dropped by the wayside as I have added some other habits in. But these next two, I really want to get back on top of because these are the two that really helped me. And for some reason I have ignored them. And one is meditation. So I usually meditate every single night for about a minimum of 10 to 15 minutes. Um, And it really, really helps clear out all the junk so that I can have a good sleep. And I have not been doing that. And I have no idea why, because I have more junk in my head than ever when I'm going to bed right now. And I'm waking up a lot at night with, you know, the dark thoughts. And I know that meditation is something that could help me tremendously. And I am resisting it like crazy, which is another sign. If you are really resisting something, a lot of times that means it's really good for your growth. So I am telling this to you so that I hope that it will hold me accountable and get me back on track. The other habit that I want to get back on track with is my self-coaching. So um each month I'm in two different programs and each month they give a new topic for the month. So one of my groups I didn't really love the topic that was set forth for April it seemed totally boring it was something I already feel like I have a handle on and to be totally honest Um, The instructor of that group raised her prices for the future um, and I did not feel like she gave any extra value. So I am actually letting that group go. Now the other group has a fantastic topic for the month and it makes me uncomfortable and it's hard to work on and it's pushing me. And so I have been resisting for a week or two and I have not been doing my daily work. And I can tell, I can tell a big difference in my grouchy levels. I can just tell a difference in how I am looking at the world and um, not taking responsibility. So I am very excited to get back on track with that. Um, So anyway, those are the three things that I've been kind of not holding on to as tightly as I would like, but two of those for sure I am going to get back on. Um, In other news, in happier news, I have some things that I've been focusing on that are sort of new, and one of those is my The 100 Day Project, where I am doing 100 days of moving words, and that is in the literal sense. I am animating words and posting them on Instagram, and then I am also In a figurative sense, these words move me in some way and I'm writing a caption on Instagram to tell about what those words mean to me. And I've had so much fun combining my love for writing and combining my love for drawing and the new skill of animation. And so that has been really, really fun for me. And I'm so glad that that project came into my brain at this perfect time. The other thing is I've been paying more attention to my yard. I've been weeding, which is so satisfying. And I've been mowing the grass, which is something I really, really love to do. And it just makes me feel better when I look out the windows at our yard. So that has been something new. I usually just ignore the yard. But anyway, so those are two things that have come in, which leads me to what I want to talk about next. But first. Today's challenge is one that we have done before, but it is so important. Your challenge is to drink at least eight ounces of water by the time this podcast is done. Go. Okay, now we can start talking about establishing your basics in uncertain times, which is sort of just how to establish what you are going to do and focus on every day um, during these uncertain times. So I was on a Zoom call with some of my friends last week, and I was saying how I have all these balls that I'm usually able to keep up in the air. And I feel like with the kids at home and with Chris at home and with us all trying to learn how to live together and do our work um, around each other, that some of the balls are dropping and I can only focus on a few things at a time. And when I hung up the call, I realized what are the basic balls that I want to keep up in the air? What are the things that are going to help? me at the end of the day feel like that day was successful? And what are the things that are going to keep me from getting down in the dumps and getting kind of depressed? Um, Because I do have a little tendency towards anxiety and depression. And um, these uncertain times kind of feed into that and kind of feed that flame. And there are some things in my life that I know work really well for me to help kind of put a damper on those flames and to keep them at bay. So I kind of made a list and I figured it would be a great thing to do for our whole family. And uh, that's what I want to talk to you about today. Now, you might not have the same kind of basics on your list that make you feel productive and that keep you going and that keep you in line and keep you healthy mentally and physically. But the idea of this can apply to anybody. You need to just kind of sit and think of what are the things that keep you going and maybe make a little list of five or six things that are your, just your basics, the most minimum thing that you're going to do to kind of keep you going. So I'm going to tell you what is on our family list and that might give you some ideas and then you can tweak it to make sense for you. But the idea is, is that you pick five or six minimum, and I'm talking pretty tiny things that are going to keep you moving, keep your momentum going, not let you slump onto the couch for 10 hours at a time. Okay, so here we go. The first one is 20 minutes of creative time. So Chris and myself and our three kids have to spend 20 minutes a day on something creative. And that can be learning a dance, writing a song, writing a poem, making a recipe. It's creating something from nothing. And it can be your idea or you can be following directions from YouTube. But just to put something into the world that wasn't there before you did it. And 20 minutes is not that long. And I have found that most of us do a lot more than 20 minutes. But it's just knowing that that's the minimum that we have to do each day. And so at the end of the day, we are writing down, I printed off a worksheet, a little spreadsheet for everybody, and we're writing down what it is that we made. Next, 20 minutes reading, and we have to write down the name of the book. Um, I have found that it is just a lot healthier. It's one of the best things kids can do. Uh, I've said it before that I will, Chris and I will never say no to our kids wanting to buy a book. That is one thing that we will never say no to because reading is so important to us. My older kids used to be voracious readers, but now that they have phones and TikTok and YouTube, they don't read quite as much. Books just don't seem as interesting. Um, so I am requiring this 20 minutes um, to get them back into it. And they've actually really enjoyed their books. So it has been a really good thing for all of us. Uh, five-minute family fitness. They would be so mad if they heard me telling you that because they said it's super cheesy. But we get together um, in the evenings and we have five minutes of core exercises. So something like planks, push-ups, it's all body weight. Um, Crunches, squats, wall sits. And there are five of us. So we each take a turn leading one minute of the exercise and we time it and the next person goes and tells us the exercise and then we do it for a minute. Um, And it's a really great way for us all to be together and for us to be doing something physically active. So that's been a really fun one. All of us are runners, and um, my kids are all competitive runners, but they are all on a break because their seasons got canceled. And so they're just kind of absorbing that grief and that loss and just taking a little bit of time off. Uh, a week or two, and then they would get back into their training. So they all happen to be on a break. And so, since they're not running, this is a great way for them to do something physically active anyway. Okay, 20 minutes outside. So I was realizing when my daughter told me that she started laughing and she was like, Oh my gosh, mom, I haven't left the house in three days. And we are in an area where we are allowed to go outside for the essentials and one of those is exercise. So I was kind of shocked and mortified that she hadn't left the house for three days and that I didn't even realize it. Um, but you know, the days are all running together. So I mean, who knows how long I could have sat there. Um, So anyway, we have a 20 minute requirement and that has led to, I mean, we've been doing way more than that, but it's just that gets us out there and then they start playing basketball and riding their bikes and going for walks and walking the dogs. Um, even just sitting outside and reading counts. I just want them or all of us to have fresh air and sunlight. So that has been really good. Now I will say it has been easier that we're getting a little sun in Portland, Oregon. Um, The rainy cold days are a lot harder, but since we've implemented this program, we haven't had to run into that issue yet. I mean, believe me, we are used to that cold rainy weather, but um, it's just not as fun. Okay, so 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock every day is focus time for our school and work. So one of my daughters has a really rigid online learning schedule, and she has to report for different classes at different times. So she was already accomplishing that. But my two older kids have pretty flexible, they're both in high school, and their teachers are just kind of saying, like, here's the assignment, it's due tomorrow at 10. And so I found that there are many nights where all of a sudden at eight o'clock, they hadn't finished their homework for the next day and they were doing it all at night. So I'm requiring everybody, including me, I needed some focus time. I was not getting, I wasn't even started being productive or getting work done until like four in the afternoon. Um, and that's just, I would rather get something done in the morning. So 10 to 12 every day is our focus work time. If any of us finishes our project for the day, our work or our school, then we can move on to the other things on the list, but no screens at all during that time. Everybody has their regular chores that they are still doing. Uh, At the evening, we have a five minute house clean. So it is amazing how much messier the house is when all the three kids and Chris and myself are home all day, every day. Um, so this five minutes at night has been really helpful and it's really amazing actually how much you can clean up in five minutes. We set a timer, we put on music, we jam out, we get everything clean and we go to bed feeling really good. And then the last thing is once a week, I want us all to have a friend meet up with visuals. So, um, my son is in touch with his friends a lot, um, online video games and they're chatting and I mean, we can hear them laughing and screaming for hours, um, and so that's, he really stays connected to his cousins and to his friends that way. But I want there to be a visual component where we are seeing faces of our friends and our family. So at least once a week, we are contacting friends, family, cousins, um, on some kind of Zoom or Google Hangouts or FaceTime or something like that. And that has been really good for us. So that's it. It's just those few things um, And like I said, you can make this list for you, make it work for you. We are only implementing this Monday through Friday and having some true weekends where we just can kind of laze around a little bit. And I know that some of you are in areas where you're not allowed to go outside. So obviously you wouldn't put that one on your list. Um, we are very fortunate that we still get to go outside for exercise. And I'm so thankful for that for a million reasons. Um, But anyway, I encourage you to just think about what it is that makes you have a good day. Like for me, it's reading, it's being creative, it's being outside. All of those are ways that I have kept myself out of a funk and kept myself productive. Because if I'm doing those things, it leads to a lot of other things too. So anyway, take this list of ideas and make it your own. Figure out what works for you and start checking them off every day. Let me know how it goes. And I'm here to check in on your challenge. Did you finish those at least eight ounces of water? If not, you better chug, chug, chug. Get it done. You'll feel so much better. If you want to check out the show notes for today's episode or to get on my email newsletter list, go to showupsociety.com forward slash 25. See you there. Thank you so much for showing up for today's episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Now go out there and show up for yourself. Hey, you're still here. You are an amazing, well-hydrated machine.